Trendy is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, must be 21 years or older. So welcome back to another edition of Trendy presented by Omaha, the show where we like to compete while exploring the best ways to wager for casual cappers. And I have a very special edition for everybody at home this week, not just for today, but the entire week. We are doing an extra point staff contest live here on Trendy. What we're going to do is have each one of uh, your favorite personalities from across the network come on. They're going to give you four props. Uh, and one of them is going to count double. So we're going to throw out the categories this week. It's just going to be their favorite props. Uh, one of them counts double as a money ball. And then whoever has the best score at the end of the week does get a bonus in their paycheck. So they are playing for something. So before uh, uh, we dive into this week's picks, I want to introduce today's first two contestants. It is Brett Corminas and Eddie Spaghetti. How are you guys doing? Ed, lead it off, man. You're the you're the king of trendy. You are the record holder of trendy. You know that, right? I can't believe that. I can't yeah. believe when Brett texted yeah. me that. I just uh, the hockey gods were on my side. Um, it was <laughs> that was a fun week of shows as always on trendy. Uh, I have to say I love the idea. I love the 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 aspect of this one, but it stinks for me personally because I hate competing against Brett who I text with um, every single day, who is a, a great friend of mine. So this one is like, um, what's the, like that wrestling gif when uh, is like Shawn Michaels has to kick? Is it like Ric Flair? Or like with uh, then the, the uh, sweet chain music. That's kind of like what this feels like. <laughs> I, I already just said that Eddie, since Eddie is the, the prop master on our network, I'm just going to go afterwards and just coincidentally have every one of Eddie's picks. <laughs> Eddie, I had the exact same bet. This is crazy. It's like a mind meld. Well, I've noticed neither of you have a hard time taking me on, and I'm not on those text chains, so I assume that I'm the big bad that you guys are trying to take down, particularly after I beat Eddie in the Tournament of Champions mm -hmm. back in November. I know he's out for revenge. He's the record holder, and Brett beat me last week. So these are two familiar voices. They've been the last two contestants, and they both took me out. So why, that's why I am not giving any picks today as a real gift for the listeners at home. We'll get the people in who know what they are talking about. Well, well, I, I, we wouldn't go, I wouldn't go that far. Know what they're talking about. <laughs> One of us knows. That's Eddie. I will just be trying to do my, the best I can to hold court with him. But before we dive in, guys, it's, it's Super Bowl week. This is it. This is the grand finale. This is, you know, we do 22 weeks of podcasts about the NFL. Actually, let's be honest. We do 52 weeks about the NFL, and we sneak in some other sports along the way. This is the culmination of it. And I want to let's explore it a little bit. I know, like, because you guys do this professionally, it's probably a little bit different than when you, you know, did it before uh, you were in your 20s or in high school or whatever, how you used to watch the Super Bowl. But how do you watch the Super Bowls now? Do you have any sort of special ritual any special routine anything that you kind of celebrate the special day with brett you go ahead and go first uh no uh i'm not a big i never i've never been a big person that like what i likes watching games with groups of people um like maybe like one or two people i've never been like i want a full house and a big bar and um, maybe it's just me being an introvert but that was never my thing because I, I mean I, I like to actually watch the game you know like and I feel like when you have a big group of people around you're getting pulled into conversations or somebody's you know trying to be the clown of the group and they're making a bunch of noise and yelling or whatever 
and just kind of distracts from like actually watching the game. Uh, and then plus, to be honest, when I was doing uh, when I was in the basketball industry for a while, I was like barely paying attention to football at that point. So there were a couple Super Bowls where I was like kind of flipping it on if the game was interesting. Um, so I have zero traditions. I am just a hermit that likes to watch by myself to focus on the game and then text snarky thoughts to you guys. That's all. That's about it. <laughs> All right, Eddie, that's going to be a tough one to follow. He does nothing and doesn't want to talk to anybody. I, I mean, what better. what a downtrodden answer that was, yeah, Brad. They're going to suck the life smoke. out of the show. Um, I actually agree with Brad in the sense that, like, if the Giants were playing in this game, I'm not watching it with a single person. Like, maybe my family or, or, or you know what, other Giants fans – that's fine. Uh, you want to be with the, the like-minded group. And I do agree that it does kind of bring it down when, when um, people are not really focusing on the game. But so my answer, the reason I host um, Super Bowl, So I do have kind of a tradition thing going on. And it's like simply because my fiance works for spectrum. So we have cable, like everyone, we know it here, like cut the cord and they all have the streaming apps. And then you don't want to go to that person's house. who's like, Oh, do you log in? And like, Oh, the Wi-Fi isn't working. And it's like the wheel is spinning and the, and the, the game is paused. Like we have cable. We're, we're locked in there um, and they gave us a bunch of cable boxes. So we have all other TV. So if you want to come over and just, you know, watch the sightings of Taylor Swift or just watch the halftime show, <laughs> go to the other TV. And we have the main TV where all my friends who I'm lucky, they do work in sports and they do care about the game. We get to watch that. So, yeah, it was, since I moved to L.A., I've pretty much been hosting and kind of order the same uh, sandwiches and the same kind of food platters every single year. And it's um, it's a lot of fun. Plus, I get the leftovers. So can't complain. Wait, the wait, last wait, people wait. who have cable are everybody over 60 and employees of the cable company. Exactly. That's it. That's the yeah. entire list. Yeah, my fiance so, installs cable. She's like, she's the cable guy. So I have a question <laughs> for you, Eddie. We I was on the Thanksgiving episode and I got to listen about your baking skills and we're talking about your pies. So you don't you don't make anything for no. the Super Bowl? No, 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 no. You are oh, it's no, all no, okay. No, oh no, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm, like, I'm trying I'm to enjoy myself. You said my answer is disappointed. I'm disappointed to find out that like you didn't have like a special Super Bowl pie or nah, like, yeah, I, some I kind of to, thing. I have to watch the game and I want to relax and enjoy it. So I just go pick up there's a great um Italian deli place called uh Bay City's not too far from me. And uh, we go pick up the godmother sandwich, get a, a big boy. Uh, I think we do like a Chick-fil-A platter. We pick that up on Saturdays because we all know it's closed on Sundays, maybe a sushi thing too. And That's then, you know, all, all of our friends bring over some, yeah. like some beers and stuff. So it's uh it's a good mix of people, a lot of snacks, a lot of food, and uh, we all do pretty much enjoy the game. So it's not a bad viewing experience. Well, so, you know, Brett's not coming over since he's a hermit. He too, many to people, too many, pe- too many yeah, people, too many people, not enough basketball. Brett's not going to be there. Well, so they rename that sandwich the DeVito. Are you going to go in there and be like, try to make that same order? And they're like, yeah, that sandwich is now the DeVito now. Yeah, the the, the Eddie, Eddie Cutlets. I got I to go tell them. But it's a great sandwich, too. Highly recommend if you're in the uh, the Santa Monica area. I will. Do you do you at least get down on some food or like is this like oh yeah it's just like your apartment it's blank walls a dark room <laughs> a glowing screen and your crippling loneliness are filling the rest of the space. Oh uh, no, I I do get some food. Um, I, I it's it's uh, there's a pizza place. It's not going to be as, probably as good as Eddie's Deli there. I'm sure Eddie's got a better sense of food, but they make a they make a pretty mean buffalo chicken sandwich. That's been my Super Bowl feast and and kind of a Sunday NFL season tradition. As I go get that buffalo chicken sandwich over there, and it is quite tasty. Um, so that I am at least accompanied by that wonderful meal. All right. All right, well, uh, let's go ahead and get to the picks so we can get on the less depressing topic than how Brett spent Super Bowl Sunday. I did not expect that to be the doubter that it was. My apologies, everyone. Let's hear from Caesars and then get back into action. 
You know, when the conversation turns stampers, I always go with my number one as Caesars. Let's talk about them a little bit, shall we? Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using this code. Listen up. Omaha full. The word Omaha and the word full. And then you place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. If you keep those winnings, but if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager. Returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet, $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start gambling problem. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit Gambling Helpline MA.org. Michigan, call 1 800 270 7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1 800 Gambler or West Virginia, 1 800 Gambler.net, New York, call 877 8 Hope NY or text Hope NY 467 369. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, everyone, we are back here on Trendy. And before we dive into the specific picks, real question, a real quick question, guys, on overall strategy. You're competing against the rest of the staff here. So, like, how are you going into this? Are you going in looking for the very best bets that you like? And if it's minus 120, it happens to be minus 120. Are you taking a little bit more risk? Are you expanding your uh, appetite in order to try to win the contest? So it might not be the ones you like the most, but you think it gives you the best chance to win. Are you going straight bets? Are you going parlays? Eddie, how... Given you're the record holder on the show, how did you attack the assignment? 
Yeah, I just like picked like Austin Matthews to score a goal. Um, Connor McDavid <laughs> score a point. No, I um, it's funny you said that because I I like this is a terrible answer, but I like the bets I have, but they are risky. If that makes sense, they're all plus money bets. So I intended to look for the plus money bets and the stuff I the categories that I looked uh, and the players that I you know was following trends with it ended up just kind of falling into place that they all were plus money. But I still like the bets. I think they're smart bets. So um, I did have a strategy going in that just so happened to kind of work out in my favor. So we'll we'll see eventually that um it is following the trend of all all plus money bets no parlays what about you brett uh well i've seen martin weiss on this show and he literally was he's renting space in my head already because i've watched <laughs> him in a week where he led you by like 10 units put down like i think it's like a plus 800 money line parlay for his cred pick so I had like a couple of pretty conservative bets and I, I actually swapped one of them out because I'm like Martin's going to do some nuts. He's going to have like a plus 800 bet on here. So I have to have something that if that hits, even if it's the only one that it hits, that it could like keep me in contention. So I actually literally swapped out a pick just based on the fact that I knew I needed something that had a pretty big plus number in front of it uh, just to keep up with Martin. But the rest of it is you and I are, you and I are in covered in glory. Um, Eddie hasn't said in on that to produce that show too much, but you have heard me say this, Toby, multiple times. Good team to do a good thing. In this case, yeah. I am counting on the good players to do good things and kind of sandwiching those things together. And that was kind of my approach this week. Well, I am excited, like in the in the whole which side you guys are supporting, right? Because like maybe you're gonna go either side of the aisle. Maybe you got some San Francisco, maybe come some Kansas City, or maybe you're just stacking. Maybe you just go for a stack on one side or the other. So can't wait to hear it. Eddie, why don't you go ahead and lead us off? What is your first prop pick for Super Bowl? Uh, so to get it out of the way, I want to give this first pick, which will indicate which slide I'm leaning to and who's going to win, which is a kind of a reversal of what I've said at the beginning of the playoffs. But, you know, I, I'm going to go Patrick Mahomes plus 135 to win Super Bowl MVP. So it okay. indicates who I think is going to win this game. Um, it's been this award's gone to a quarterback 32 times in the history of the Super Bowl MVP. So it's clearly a quarterback award. I know a lot of people want to force McCaffrey. I understand that there probably was a running back or a position player to win it. It could be him, but running backs don't really win it. I think the last running back to win it was Terrell Davis. I think uh, running backs have only won it like five or six times. It's just not really that award. It's mainly a quarterback or like a surprising defensive player who has like a defensive touchdown, which I guess with the Chiefs defense is possible here, but also have to remember you know, this award is given out by human beings and human beings like a good story and they want to see, you know, Patrick Holmes become Brady 2.0. And I just think if they win this game, even if the Chiefs defense holds down the Niners, you can't give an award to an entire unit. You can't give it to 11 guys. So you got to give it to one. And if Mahomes leads a touchdown driver too, um, that's enough. Like he's the guy under center. I think they're going to give it to him. So um, I'm sh this is a plus money bet. Uh, I think it's he's clearly the favorite. And um, I, I think, you know, fortunately for me or unfortunately for fans, I want to see something different. I think it is going to go to Patty. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs are plus 110 on the money lines. So you're getting a little extra juice out of it, taking Mahomes on the MVP to get up to plus 130. So I think that'll be a very popular bet. And I agree with your logic. Like, as much as we want to see Kelsey take a knee at midfield with the MVP trophy in one hand and a ring in another, so we have the greatest television event in history, that's just not how these awards are go. These awards almost always go to the quarterback, particularly in the modern age. Mm -hmm. All right, Brett, he's got the first one out there. What side are you going with? Uh, man, this is crazy. I have the exact same bet. No, uh, <laughs> uh, no, my, my, uh, my first pick is going to be, um, betting on a couple of things here. 
one as much appreciation as I think we have for Kyle Shanahan as a play caller and as good um, through the underlying numbers as the Niners offense has been. He is still pretty conservative and this Chiefs defense is pretty solid, um, especially against the pass. So I'm going to take Jake Moody's over of 1.5 field goals made and then combine that with something that will be a common theme throughout all my bets is Christian McCaffrey sit on the alternate rush yard line of 60 plus uh, San Francisco finished first in EPA rushing Kansas city was 28th. Um, they are just not good against the run. And then the other factor of that is that if the game script leans their way, uh, and, and mostly I got to give a shout out here to Sumar sports as well. Most of this EPA data is going to come from them. Um, but the Niners in likely run situations have a minus 8.7 pass rate over expectation, which means even against heavy boxes, which Shanahan, I think in the Lions telecast, they even brought that up, has said he is not going to let the defense dictate his play script. So they are going to probably hammer McCaffrey in this game against a pretty vulnerable Chiefs run defense. So part of the reason I'm tying this in all over the place is like, it's not that big of a number. I mean, you know, McCaffrey could get it in one rush with his explosive playability. And then Shanahan is not great at the fourth down calls. We just saw Dan Campbell go the opposite way, and people have had lots of opinions on that. But Shanahan, if he gets in between the 20 and the 35, Jake Moody's coming out to kick that ball. He's not going forward on fourth and four, fourth and three, unless the game is on the line. So what do you, when you put those two together, what are the Oh, it's uh, yeah, sorry. Those two together are plus 108. Plus 108. Okay. Yeah, I wonder, uh, Eddie, what do you think about Shanahan in this game? Do you think he carries any scar tissue from the Falcons game? He's going to be more attuned to clock management, maybe less likely to air it out? I, I, I do want to, like, think that. Like, as a coach, you probably want to be the opposite. You want to put your foot on their throat. But I, I think, unfortunately, and this is kind of like a tease from the bet I have. If you look at just a lot of scores that's real, more often than not, um, they're either blowouts or they're just playing really close and really tight. And I just feel like you see a lot of uh, conservative football for the first, like, at least half of the game. Then it kind of opens up near halftime, either a little before, a little bit after halftime. Yes, there's been some high-scoring Super Bowls, but I don't see that, especially with the Chiefs defense, too. So I think this will be a game where I think the coach is like, look, we, we got here by doing this. So we're, you know, running the ball with McCaffrey and Purdy just making smart decisions. Like, why change the game plan in the final week of the season? So um, yeah, you would think that he would kind of reverse what happened in, in the, the Atlanta game versus the, the Patriots, but I just think that it's the trend of the Super Bowls is just going to be run, 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 smart pass, run and run, smart pass, and then, you know, hopefully you get three out of it. And, like, I do agree with what Brett said, too. Like, they're not going to be aggressive in fourth down. They're going to take the three points and they're just kind of rack up as many points you possibly can get. Yeah, okay. Well, don't tease us. Go ahead and give us that bet. Well, my next bet up here, um, I want to give out this one first. And if you've been following me either on waiver Wired or Minus 3 or even on this show, I always bring it up that I think – that the best bet, one of the best bets you can make watching football on Sundays is, uh, you know, the quarterbacks who are kind of mobile, um, but they're not like the, you know, the, the Mahomes, the Hurts, the Lamar Jackson types where they're really scrimming for a ton of yards. Uh, I love Brock Purdy over three and a half rush yards plus 130. He has 62 rushing yards in the playoffs. And we saw what he's been doing the last couple of games here, where if the defense kind of is, is coming at him, the offense, no one's open. He's just going to take off. He's going to scramble. Uh, he's always been really good moving around in the pocket laterally. People, that's one of his, you know, attributes is that he kind of just sees the field really well. He feels the pressure. And 
I just think that instead of him waiting, waiting, waiting and chucking a ball and getting that bad turnover, which he also is prone to, he'll be smarter in this game and just take off. And, and, and three and a half yards, that's one scramble. I mean, it's really what's one scramble. I think the money here is great. So I, I think Brock Purdy, just because based on what we've seen, you know, what he's done recently, uh, this one, is, I think, will we'll definitely cash. This could cash in like the first quarter if he doesn't take a, a ton of sacks. So uh, I, I'm, I'm pro Brock Purdy scrambling in this one. New little uh, asset to his uh, his game plan here. Yeah, three and a half is uh, pretty low. I mean, I might even look at adjusted totals, right? Like, I don't know if you can get 10 plus or 15 plus at a real big number. Maybe I'll look into that before I give my picks on Friday because in in a game like this, like we talked about it, uh, Eddie, when you were on the show two weeks ago, like he he crushed, I gave out his overall rushing yards. He absolutely crushed it because it's by all means necessary in the playoffs. A throwaway in week 13 ends up with a guy trying to like desperately break a tackle and gain two yards in the Super Bowl. So I really like that bet. I really like that style and I might even look at a way to juice it up a little bit. Brett, what do you got for your second pick? Well, I am going to Mr. Pfizer himself. Uh, Travis Kelsey (laughs) is now going to enter the mix in terms of my bet on good players to do good things. Uh, So this is going to be an obvious one here. If I've been touting the uh, McCaffrey rush line, I'm going to take Travis Kelsey's over of 6.5 receptions uh, and Christian McCaffrey's alternate rush line, this time of 80 plus rush yards to get up to all the way up to plus 162. I mean, this one, it just seems like I don't, I hate to jinx bets, but unless there is an injury, um, it just seems hard. I mean, Kansas City was third in the league in pass rate over expectation. Um, there is a chance that they're in a negative game script as well. Uh, I think the 40 line <laughs> 49ers are one of the teams that play the most cover four. So there's going to be soft spots and zones for Travis Kelsey. We we hear it every telecast about how amazing he is at finding the soft spots and zones. So I was kind of staying away from yardage totals. I don't think this is going to be a big play thing. I don't like the idea of him having a 150 yard game, but I definitely see this as like a dink and dunk. He's going to catch seven, eight, nine. He's going to have double digit target type of game. Um, so I'm going to take just the regular line, but it's you're not getting a good number there. And so I'm just going back to McCaffrey. I mean, I just can't get away from that number. It's the best EPA rush deep or a rush offense for the 28th worst EPA rush defense against a team that loves to run the ball in both positive and negative game scripts. So I'm just going to hammer the McCaffrey alt yards. Very Sal-esque move, tying everything to the same like thing he thinks is certainty. And that has not gone well for him in certain times. So <laughs> I wish you the worst of luck in that regard. I do think it's interesting you're going receptions over yards for Kelsey because you think there's going to be so much action on him and not like the big playability that you're banking on where like he gets one 40-yard catch and you're most of the way towards cashing your bet. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, I think the way that that they are going to have to attack this 49er defense is the 49ers send four rushers a lot, and so you're going to have a lot of guys dropping in coverage in a lot of zone. Uh, they're not going to let, you know, I mean, if it's going to be like a deep pass, it's probably going to be the Valdez-Scantling getting over the top. It's not going to be Kelsey running down the seam and having it be wide open for a 40-yard game. I think he's going to probably, like I said, he's going to probably get targeted double-digit times just the way this game is going to play out. All I right. almost took the Kelsey under, just throwing it out there. Number one, because against you guys uh, in the Extra Points Fantasy Playoff League. Um, but I almost took his under. I, I think that they may zig when everyone else zags because he ha- he's been hot in the playoffs. Before the playoffs, Kelsey was like an afterthought. So uh, in the Super Bowl, once in a while, you see those like strange games where like a guy that you never heard. It's like it's the Noah Gray game. Like, oh, Noah Gray yeah. has seven catches. Like, why? Because the Super Bowl and everyone tries to find like option Z instead of like the main option. Uh, I'll, I'm saying this and we'll watch Travis Kelsey have like 
nine catches for 150 yards, two touchdowns, and we'll lose the extra points fantasy league. But I, I think the thing that makes sense, sometimes it always always happen. And I think in Super Bowls, you see that a lot with a guy gets shut down. So I almost actually went the opposite of Brett there. Yeah, uh, I think Kelsey, I mean, you could argue he's the key player in the game, right? Because mm-hmm. if he has an excellent game, then the Chiefs' odds go way up. And if he has a terrible game, they don't have other weapons to replace him. And that means that they probably struggled universally and not just at the tight end position. So, mm-hmm. I mean, in a lot of ways, he's the fulcrum to the whole thing. Uh, Eddie, what do you got for your third bet? So uh, my next bet here, sticking with the uh, the Niners, I have the Debo Samuel under 15 and a half rush yards. It's plus 105. He only has seven rush yards in the playoffs um, since December 10th. He's only eclipsed 15 rushing yards once. They've just been not using him in that regard. I think he'll be a factor in the passing game. We, we thought he was going to come into the game uh, two weeks ago or a little bit less than that, um, you know, uh, injured like the shoulder like was it fractured again and he ended up being fine i thought he would be a d like a a decoy of sorts he still had what eight or nine catches so i I think debo is a guy he's just so tough he's one of my favorite players in the entire league because he's so versatile but i think there's going to be less trickery and more just straightforward kind of like i was saying before just more straightforward conservative like their bread and butter plays um you know and when you're putting out Ayuk and debo and even cmc and passing patterns and oh by the way they have kittle as well like there's just so many guys you have to cover and and debo could you know run a quick slant take it to the house like he has that ability so i just think that they're going to focus less on rushing him um and i i think he's going to be more a factor in the passing game uh so I, i like this under here just because the trends have shown that he hasn't really done it as of late Lose more rushing yards for Purdy, too. Mm-hmm. All right, Brett, what do you got for the third one? Oh, boy. This is my Martin Weiss influence bet right here. Um, <laughs> I would definitely, if if he was not participating in this week, I would definitely not be taking this bet. Uh, but I, I, like I said, I, I felt I needed one to go big on in case he goes bonkers with a couple of picks and hits one of them. Um, so I'm going to combine. I'm apparently you've you've already said Salas has went this route and it hasn't worked out, but I'm just swimming down this river at this point. Um, I'm going to take the over of Travis Kelsey receptions. I am going to drop McCaffrey McCaffrey's adult, adjusted rush line to 60 plus. I'm going to take Mahomes's over of 225 plus alternate pass yards, and then the kicker is going to be a CMC anytime touchdown, but in the first half. And when you add those four things up, it is plus 350. That is my Martin Weiss proof bet. Um, so I'm I'm taking a bunch of or a couple of adjusted lines there. And then I'm just looking for the fact that see, uh, you know, McCaffrey dominates the 49ers red zone touches. Like it's not even close how often that guy gets the ball inside the 20. Um, so if there's a San Francisco touchdown in the first half, it, the odds are so heavily shifted in it in his favor. And my theory on that would be too, is that if San Francisco is down, he's probably not going to be running it in late in the game. Cause they'll be throwing if they're behind. Um, so if his touchdown is going to come, it's going to come early in the game. And so I'm going to go on the first half bet and it juices the odds a little bit. Eddie, you seem to imply earlier, you thought this game might get off to a bit of a slow start. So mm-hmm. like, would you fade the hell out of what Brett just said as a result of that? Or do you like McCaffrey to score because he could, he's the exception, even in a slow game to get in the end zone. I think I have to fade it just after Brett's first couple words, which was a Martin Weiss uh, parlay bet here, just because I've, I've been on shows with Martin for so long and I love Martin. Martin's been a friend of mine for a number of years. Uh, nobody explains a parlay like this better than Martin. And it always misses like Martin, I think finished last in our extra points picks league. And I, I see his lemon pepper parlays. And again, I love Martin. He, he, he knows exactly what he's talking about and that's fine. Never hits. So I think uh, I would fade that. And yeah, again, teasing my, my, 
final bit upcoming. Um, I, I do think it'll trend to the the more conservative, the the tighter approach, and uh, a lower scoring game. So yeah, I probably would would fade that. Oh, right, trust, well, the last trust me bit. though. Hold on, I gotta get this in. If I was just playing you and Eddie straight up, that bet would not exist in my category. It is only because I feel like that you're gonna. I might have to go high to win this contest, and so I'm taking. I'm rolling the dice on this one, baby. My only concern is you didn't go high enough because I think Guttles gave out like a twenty two hundred uh, plus twenty two hundred oh, right on his once, first so. trendy. You're right. Really? Yeah, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He so did. you get. If you're if you're like just doing this to like out crazy the crazy people like you've got to start going a lot more of a, a lot more of where you're at. Well, I only have the one quote unquote crazy bet. And it is only three and a half to one. I just I, 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 I sat there with all my like just slightly you know like minus one fifteen and just over plus money bets, and I was like, even if all four of these hit, I could lose if one of these guys just hits a crazy bet. <laughs> so I had to do one. I had to do one. On the bright side, with with Martin's crazy bets, I I think we could always eliminate Dave because he's going to have like Mason Rudolph over two hundred and fifty <laughs> passing yards, so one less guy to worry about in this uh, this contest. Well, I mean, except for he's going to give out like a minus four hundred. It's going to be the only bet that hits from the entire <laughs> yeah. slate yeah. and a three nil San Francisco yeah. victory. So, oh, man, everybody's <laughs> got the overs. Uh, all right, Eddie, go ahead. The last pick is worth two. So what do you got in the big category for this year's Super Bowl? This one's worth two because I don't understand how we're not going to take Patrick Mahomes getting points in a Super Bowl. The guy lives in this portion of the playoffs, and it's a fantastic story with Brock Purdy, Mr. Rell in the Super Bowl. And I'm one of these people that, like, I'm fine with either outcome. Like, I have no rooting interest in this game. Neither team winning is going to bother me. I know people have Chiefs fatigue. Uh, I don't have that. I like the idea of, like, you know, Brady passed the torch to Mahomes. And I think Andy Reid, that guy that like I hated when he was the Eagles coach, now has like a, an entire second half of his career where you can almost forget about the Eagles half because he's been so dominant with the Chiefs. So I just think Patrick Mahomes in this scenario getting points here. So this bet, the Chiefs plus three and a half and the under 51 and a half is plus 135. Um, I like both. I just explained why I think that, the, you know, Mahomes getting three and a half is just to me, you can't pass that up. I'm sorry, Brock Purdy's been a little shaky here and there. He, I, in defense of him, he has been a better second half quarterback and a late game quarterback, which is a good thing. Uh, the Chiefs kind of actually kind of, you know, teeter off a bit in the second half of games. But I just think Mahomes is built for this. And I like the under 51 and a half because Every game the Chiefs have played in this in this playoff so far has gone under. The Niners Packers game went under. Only the, the Lions game went over. I just think you're playing the Chiefs, your, your game probably will go under here. And just looking at the trends of Super Bowls, the one last year obviously was very high scoring, but Rams Bengals that went under. Um, the Bucks uh, Chiefs game that went under. The rematch of this game, the Niners uh, Chiefs that also went under. And then we all remember the probably the worst Super Bowl of all time, the Patriots Rams game that went severely under. So um, yeah. just trends show that the teams just play tighter and. And I think this game, just with how good the defense is, and, and the Niners defense is good too. Um, I don't think as good as the Chiefs, but they are good, especially in the covering the middle of the field. So I do think this game will be more conservative, lower scoring. Um, and uh, I just, again, I just have a hard time betting against Patrick Holmes in these spots and getting three and a half points and still getting plus money to me as a home run bet. Yeah, I mean, you guys have heard me say it on the show before, like overs make friends, unders make money. And there's no place that's more true when the money is all concentrated in a single game. And so, like, I love unders the first week of the NFL. I love unders as we get deeper in the playoffs. And I love unders and Super Bowls. So you're getting my stamp on at least that part of that bet. Uh, Brett, what are you going to do for two units? 
Well, just to, to kind of follow up, piggyback on this too, I looked at a lot of unders bets and I like that as well. And part of it is San Francisco spent most of the year bringing up the rear in seconds per play. This is not a fast moving offense. Um, so there's just not going to be a lot of plays in this game, I don't think, because the Chiefs are also in the bottom third of seconds per play. So I was looking at a lot of under bets for that reason as well. I love that. Um, so yeah, I, I almost took a, like some form of the under within the bets, especially because if this is a, a positive game strips for the Niners, they are not a team that's going to continue to throw the ball. We're going to get 30 rushes from McCaffrey, which will shorten the game, limit the number of plays and keep and have the under hit. So this is going to be, I think this is going to be what Eddie said. I think it's going to be a lower scoring game. I don't think it's going to be super ugly like that Super Bowl that we mentioned before, but I do think that it is going to be a low scoring game. So I really like that bet, Ed. Um, but I'm going to try to beat you with this bet here. This is my, my, I guess my cred pick here. This is my anti Martin Weiss and Mark Gunnels pick, I guess. Um, it is the under of 14.5 total players with receptions at minus 150. And this one, was, <laughs> this one was just, I, I just did the math. So the 49ers are so star heavy. You have Yusek, uh, McCaffrey, Kittle, Debo, and Ayuk. That's five targets on San Francisco. Maybe Jawan Jennings gets in the mix. That's a mm -hmm. big maybe. Um, so that would be six, which means the Mahomes would have to throw to nine different Chiefs. So you take the two running backs, Pacheco, Edwards, Hilaire, that's two. Gray and Kelsey, that's four. He'd have to hit five different receivers in this, in this game to make that bad hit. And so I, I couldn't, I tried to move it with other things, but I, maybe I'm not smart enough manipulating books. I couldn't pair it with anything, but I would have taken this at minus 150 at 13 and a half for the under, but I'm going to take it for sure at 14 and a half. I cannot wait till both teams hit a tackle eligible play for you to lose oh this bet. That is going to be the best. That is going to be the absolute best. I have to look at their depth chart. Like, who is like Justin? Is Justin Ross active? MVS, obviously. I mean, I, I, I this is going to be the Jawan Jennings versus Noah Gray game. Uh, but I, but I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be watching this. Game. <laughs> You're talking about me being a downer at the beginning. Please don't put that into the universe. I'm gonna need to count. I need more hands to count how many guys catch a ball in this game. That's gonna. I, I, that's. I, I, I love that bet. I think. I think you're right. I think. I mean, Mahomes does spread the ball around, but there's like not even enough guys to spread it around too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, he'd have to literally hit five receivers. Like, he'd have to, like, Watson, MBS, uh, Rice, Hardman, and I think Tony's healthy. I don't know if he'll be active for the game. Mm -hmm. He'd have to literally hit everybody. He'd have to hit every yeah. single player just to beat it by a half. So You're also forgetting the Philly special, though. What happens when Mahomes or Purdy catches a pass? Yeah. That's true, yeah. They, that's going to happen. That'll be the thing that'll lose. That'll actually, you're talking about tackle eligible. It'll probably be the classic ball gets batted up right to the quarterback and they catch it and he's got his reception and I lose my bet. That'll actually probably be what loses it now. All right. Well, <laughs> however you lose it, it's going to be super exciting. Thank you for giving that one out. That was going to be fun. And I don't think anybody else was going to give it out. So kudos to you. All right, let's go ahead and take our second break. Now that everybody's got these uh, contest picks in the books, and we are going to do the second guest express to see which ones ended up on the cutting room floor on their betting bench, which makes them guaranteed to hit. We'll be right back after this. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. 
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, guys, we are back. And as we said beforehand, you were in the record books. We already got you down for where you're going to be placing your money in this contest. But you had to be considering other bets. And then the ones that you considered it didn't place in are now locked. So, Brett, what did you have for the Second Guest Express Super Bowl edition? Uh, shockingly, it's going to be another Christian McCaffrey one. This would have replaced my four like bet parlay here if Martin and Mark weren't in the group. Um but I, I'm going to take McCaffrey at 80, 80 plus adjusted rushing yards and an anytime touchdown. So 80 yards rushing and touchdown for probably the most valuable position player um, against the weak Chiefs rushing defense. And that was plus 118. And if I didn't have a bunch of wild cards in here, that bet would have been number three for me. But I pulled it out. So I'm looking forward to my parlay getting crushed and then this one hitting and Martin and Mark's wild bets not even coming close and me worrying for no reason. So you're so tied into his rushing bets. You didn't want to take total yards. You didn't want to take any receiving yards. Like everything is ground and pound. You think that's the way this game's going to go? Yeah, well, a part of it is the Niners offense is unique in the fact that they're really slow but they're extremely efficient. And I think taking total yards or reception bets with their receivers is not going to be a great play because they just aren't going to, they don't throw at a volume, right? Like they're not going to throw constantly. They're not going to run a ton of plays where you get these options to kind of pick up on a bunch of uh, receptions from McCaffrey because he was at like four and a half. And there's probably only a few scenarios in which I see him getting to five receptions because they're very spread out. It's it's not a condensed target tree like it is in Kansas City where it's Kelsey and Rice. It, all those like Debo steals catches from IU, Kittle steals catches from both of them. McCaffrey, Usek had two catches in the last playoff game. So, I mean, part of it is just the way that they play leads to big chunks of yards and they're so they're so run oriented and Shanahan is digging his heels in and one of the more interesting stats here is Sumar Sports actually has them as an incredibly efficient team running against a, a, what's called a heavy box so bringing the safety down San Francisco still is really good against running against a heavy box which is part of the reason why I think they're able to have um such a negative uh comp- uh pass rate over expectation. So that's morally just, it's more just a bet against how they play than it is, you know, kind of looking away, uh, you know, at McCaffrey's ability to, to gain guards in both the, the air and on the ground. What about you, Eddie? Are you, uh, are you playing something similar? Do you see the game the same way that Brett does? You see it going I, a different way. I, I don't have a bet similar to that. Although I was thinking during when Brett was talking about this and I was thinking how, um, you know, Christian McCaffrey has stayed healthy all year. And I can't believe I want to say this out, out loud on a pod, but like how devastating would it be if this is the game that CMC yep. gets injured? Like the first carry, like pulls Thanks, a hammer, twists an egg. I, I, I don't want that. And I know I said, I don't Ed. care who wins. I'm probably leaning Niners to win this game. Um, just a ton of likable guys. I think the Purdy story is a lot of fun. Plus, like people say, all quarterbacks they won't make it again like Mahomes will be back Mahomes will be back in the AFC title game next year and he'll be back in the Super Bowl probably but um 
uh, yeah, that would just that would just ruin the entire game for the Niners and just for viewers if McCaffrey gets injured uh, immediately. But I don't want to put bad juju out there. But I am Brett, won't, get, Brett won't even have a shoulder to cry on because he'll be all by his damn self. It is horrible thing comes crashing. If that down happens, if he gets hurt in like the first quarter, I will be on a hike within the next twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> every every uh, eight leg parlay is uh, ruined now because of uh, yeah, yeah uh, exactly. I, every single one of my bets is ruined. So oh. I will be hiking. You guys will be getting a nice. Nice picture for me on top of Sunrise Peak. That's where I'll be. So uh, my second guess here is simple. It's just Debo uh, plus 110 to score a touchdown here. I just think because of versatility, um, I know I mentioned under the rush yards, 15 and a half before, but you know, if they're inside the 10, like you could see a jet sweep happen. Yep. I'm fine with that. 100%. I'll allow that. As long as you say under 15 and a half, I'm good. Um, I think what really shocked me just was the amount of targets he received when he was coming off the injury. Like there was concern he was not going to play. And then he not only did he play, but he was awesome. And he, he hasn't scored in a bit. So I think he's actually due for one. Um, I just think like Brett was actually mentioning like how he does steal like Brandon Ayuk could be a wide receiver one somewhere else but he steals from everyone because his ability to get open and just how good he is with the ball in his hands after the catch so I, I think Debo is the guy that easily could break one and can score here uh, getting plus money on their you know what I think is in theory their best pass catching threat although you can make the case that McCaffrey is with the ball in his hands but I think the best pass catching threat out wide at least is Debo uh, so getting plus 110 on that I think is a, a very nice bet all right. Well, way to get us started, guys. Now everybody gets the crib off of your sheets. Maybe I really will just give all of Eddie's picks on Friday. We'll have to see. Uh, are we talking about anything the entire week at the network besides the Super Bowl? Or is our, our like, our... Uh, covered in glory. Everything We're not talking like, the Super Bowl and covered in glory. Oh, there you go. One I, show. I did make my uh, the minus three rundown, and I was, I was typing it and sending it to Dave. I was like, when I have like NHL, NBA, MLB topics, I'm like, what am I even doing? What, what am I doing? Like, why am I even putting this on here? Does Dave care that Corbin Burns was traded from the Brewers to the Orioles? No, I care. I care about Aaron Boone's comments. Does Dave care? Probably not. Maybe I'm hoping, honestly, Toby, that with the, the curb premiere last night and the death of uh, the sad death of Carl Weathers, maybe we'll get Dave talking about his Carl Weathers story with, uh, with Feeney, uh, mm-hmm. which is an all-time story. So I'm, yeah. I'm guessing that's going to happen, but our guest is going to be Joey Molinaro, who is a Steelers fan. So uh, I'm assuming very, very football heavy, but I, it's really up to you guys with covering glory to get some uh, different football in, in, in the mix this week. So waiver wired um, lemon pepper parlay, extra points, trendy all week long, minus three all week long. Uh, those will all be covered in football. I'm going to go ahead and go ahead and say, <laughs> and then we will be back with Covered in Glory on Thursday, where we also be covering a different type of football. So, anything else you guys kind of want to add before we wrap up here? Uh, I'm just grateful that I finally got a chance to be on a show with Ed. I was actually that this is the this first is time in all my years in the network I think I've actually appeared on a show with Eddie. Um, and so I'm 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 graced by your presence, oh trendy leader. This was uh, fun as always. And uh, to, yeah, if you listen to waiver wire, I know it's still football related, but we will do the exotic props, uh, the fun props. So maybe a little different than the other shows. Plus there's no one better than uh, breaking down the national anthem over under than uh, former Broadway star herself, Jen Piacente. So we're going to talk about Reba's uh, singing. Is it going to go over or not? So definitely look out for that when we record there. So you get a little bit different than just the football X and O's on that show. Yeah, Eddie, that's exactly why I'm not giving my props out till Friday because the national anthem over under will be stolen directly from Jen Piacenti, who hits it every single year. So I got to find some way to incorporate that, probably with some McCaffrey rushing yards just to troll Brett. 
<laughs> All right, so I'm glad everybody was here um, on Wednesday. I think it is Sheck and Gunnels, and then we'll have Martin and Piacenti on Friday, uh, just like Brett and Eddie haven't appeared on shows together. We're trying to mix it up a little bit this week, even though we're all talking about the same thing, give you some fresh perspectives with some different combinations. So thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, look forward to talking about the Super Bowl until Sunday, but try to enjoy some other sports along the way and not just all the media coverage. See you on Wednesday, everybody.